Hello beings everywhere. I'm Rachel Crookshank and this is Human Being to Whole Being, changing the way we look at health. Each week I'll be talking to somebody new about what health means to them. I'm on a mission to make well-being less about size or shape and more about our feelings, our energies and our relationships and so much more. It's time we start to look at the body as a whole and realise that all aspects of our day-to-day lives feed into a sense of health and well-being. Whole being is exactly this, from what we eat, our morning rituals, to finding professional and personal boundaries or being in nature. What makes you feel whole? Stay tuned. So hello and welcome everybody to season two of Human Being to Whole Being. We've had um, quite a long pause for a number of reasons, um, mostly uh, lockdown happened. Um, and I'm gonna just say a couple of things before I start. Firstly, it's a gorgeous sunny afternoon, so the windows are wide open and I'm not gonna close them because it's you know an, in, an act of inhumanity to close the windows on such a gorgeous day. The second thing though is that um, I do have hay fever and <laughs> so there may be a number of pauses for sneezing. Uh, I will try not to sneeze down the microphone at you, um, but we're all human after all um so we'll see what happens but welcome to season two and i just wanted to start it off with um i guess like a little intro from me um you all know me i am rachel well i hope you know me and if you don't hi um i am a nutritionist and also um a yoga teacher and my journey into both of these things is very much because of my own um story my own path um i suffered for a long time without periods i suffered for a long time with extremely bad um digestive issues uh, bloating constipation uh, you know serious pain and none of it kind of we could have never find out what was wrong um and it was through um you know going down like an alternative medicine route let's say um that really really helped me and led me to doing what I'm, I'm doing today, which has been through, you know, changing my diet, my lifestyle, but also really looking and considering my emotions and the way I'm living and, um, you know, the whole, the whole story, basically. For me, health is not just one thing. Um, I don't just get up in the morning at 8am every day and drink a smoothie and I know that I'm going to feel amazing and, and have health. I don't just see one person um, to fill up my energy and to have fun. Um, there are, in all of our lives, a number of things that we all do that help us feel healthy and whole, which is kind of where I'm going here, which is why this whole thing is called human being to whole being. Um, so I wanted to start off today with a little intro um, into myself, which I've done um, into really a journey that's now probably like 15 years in the making um, since like I really knew that something wasn't right with my body. Going into and out of doctor surgery, which is I've spoken about a lot, um, seeing various spe- specialists, gastroenter- gastroenterologists, gynecologists, all these things saying, um, you know, what may or may not be wrong. And one of the things that I often speak to clients about is the fact that even when you get a, a diagnosis, for many people, you chase a diagnosis. When something's wrong, you want to know what's wrong. The problem that I found was for me, or the biggest problem was that I knew that something was wrong for a long time, you know, 
doctors said, don't worry, it's fine. We'll deal with it in time when you want to get pregnant. But I still knew something was wrong, chased a diagnosis. Finally, years later, appointments later, got a diagnosis. But the answer was really, there's not very much we can do. So the diagnosis for me was you have IBS, standard. So does everyone else in the world. Secondly, um, you have PCOS, to which both there wasn't really much that they could do. So I guess what I am passionate about now is I don't diagnose people. I don't have the power to do that. I'm not a doctor. But I do firmly believe that there is a reason behind something. There is a cause. There is an issue at the root of something, be that physical, um, emotional, um, maybe with some some other part of your life. So your lifestyle or, you know, your relationships or thing like this, which essentially comes down to probably emotions. Um but yeah I really work to essentially be a lifestyle detective I want to piece together the the you know the pieces of the puzzle that have got jumbled up and so many people come to me and say I'm so healthy and yet dot 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 um and for me my goal in in life really is to well in, in terms of my client work is to support people to yeah find out what is going wrong to put together the piece of the puzzle and to work out if there is maybe a missing piece and I do this in my one-to-one work the reason I started the podcast well firstly was because I love to talk and I love to have a chat and it means I get to have a chat with lots of wonderful humans um I really enjoyed doing the first season and I think there are so many issues out there that we need to be speaking more about so this season is going to cover off you know everything to do with hormones um it's going to look at um infertility it's going to look at the journey to becoming pregnant if you're going through an IVF route it's going to look at um, menstruation it's going to look at female self-pleasure um and yeah loads of other things to come as well I just had to pause them because I wanted to drink some tea so you know very very important um like I said it's the blue sky and I'm just really finding my feet in terms of lockdown and we're actually coming out of lockdown soon so um I wanted to use this first episode as well just to kind of reflect on I guess my own experience of isolation as well as um I guess the way that I'm living and thinking about life at the moment and I wanted to do this in uh, a couple of quotes, actually. Well, three quotes and, and then we'll round up and we'll see where we, we've got to. So um, in March, I went to India. I took a three-week um, yoga training and I got back to a huge amount of uncertainty and, um, you know, quarantine and isolation and, you know, what has really been called lockdown by the majority of people. Um, I started that straight away with you know not knowing what was going to happen not knowing what was going to happen with my work not knowing where I was going to be if I should you know kind of retreat to my parents and I spoke really openly at the beginning um coming back from being in India being on the other side of the world really being disconnected from what was happening in England which at the time was like there was no toilet roll or eggs in the shop which was the most scary thing ever um when you're in India anyway it was like what is going on it felt like Armageddon when I got back um my instinct was to run away and I've spoken about this very openly in my in my teaching which is that when for me things start to go wrong or previously when things start to go wrong 
I kind of take my power in walking away. So when something gets too hard or I feel, you know, hurt or vulnerable, rather than showing that vulnerability or that hurt or sitting in that uncertainty, um, I kind of take the power in walking away. It's very liberating. It is a positive step sometimes to walk away from things. Um, But what I suppose three weeks of reflection and yoga training had taught me was that sometimes, you know, you actually just need to sit and you need to be in that space of discomfort to, um, to kind of get the reward that's on the other side. So the first quote I'm going to share with you is that the treasure you seek is in the cave that you fear. The treasure you seek is in the cave that you fear. And what this basically means is that there are things in life that are uncomfortable or there are things that we shy away from or things that we don't go near if we're you know worried about something we tend not to go towards it we tend to go in the opposite way but what the quote actually is saying is that in discomfort lies growth and for me in the discomfort of living by myself being there by myself for an unknown amount of time, not knowing really what was going on in the world because it was extremely confusing at the time, as I'm sure we all found. Not knowing what was going on with my work, not knowing what was going on um, with my family or where they would be. Whilst it may have been, you know, some sort of comfort to go and be with my family or, you know, um, basically walk away from being by myself, I decided to kind of face up to this truth that the treasure I was seeking um, the things that I was looking for in my life were maybe in this cave of being alone um, for an unknown amount of time yeah and in uncertainty like I've said and I did that and what I can say is that this isolation period for me and I speak purely for myself because I know it has been hard for lots of people in lots of ways But for me, this time of solitude, of reflection, of slowing has been so transformational. I feel calmer. I feel uh, like I've made so much personal progress. I feel like I really know the things in my life that I care about, the people that I care about, the um, practices that I care about, because these are the things that I've really sought out in this time. And in my nutrition work I kind of talk about this weeding step which is where if there is you know imbalance in the gut you need to resolve that basically before you build it's like setting your foundation and so really for me this period is been bedding down setting the foundations laying the soil for the life that I want to live getting rid of the things that are not serving me and that is sometimes a really hard thing for us to do you know we don't want to break up with people or places or whatever a lot of things hold emotional attachment but sometimes we really need to question the why and I'll get onto that later so the first thing yeah the treasure you seek is in the cave that you fear for me fear of solitude fear of everything at that time just not knowing such a sense of not knowing it was huge um but facing up to that has really led to um just contentment this contentment of sitting here talking to you guys with a cup of tea seeing a blue sky and if I wasn't talking to you I'd probably just be sitting here with a cup of tea just kind of looking at the clouds or reading a book and finding real joy in these um, slow precious moments and if you've subscribed to my mailing list which little shout out if you haven't um, I've been speaking about that a lot how there is joy in the everyday in the small but mighty moments of peace or 
craziness if you're part of my family usually craziness um but yeah there's joy in it all the second quote therefore leads us on quite nicely i mean they're all very related but it's 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 um a quote that you'll see or hear maybe quite often in yoga and it is this too shall pass this too shall pass and i'm extremely open um on all platforms in my teaching um on my daily emails on my instagram in person god forbid um with my emotions and and with my story and with my life i'm extremely open really that is a lot to do with my business but anyway i'm i'm an open person i feel joy in being vulnerable and I have enough self-worth and self-respect that I feel safe in being open because I know that if I'm not pleasing someone else, then that's okay. I'm not here to do that. But in that vulnerability and in that opening, um, and often that is emotional, there are children outside, which I'm sure you can hear, but you know, this is a joy. Okay, Hearing these children shout and scream outside is a joy to me. I'm happy they're having fun. So I'm going to keep this window open still because it's still lovely. So apologies if you can hear them, but let's crack on. So yeah, being emotionally vulnerable, being emotionally open is not easy. It's it's a very difficult thing for many people to do. And I completely hear that and understand that. And uh, it's not easy for me either a lot of the time um, because when you're feeling the worst, that is when you want to run away from those emotions, the discomfort in, in anger, the discomfort in frustration, the discomfort in being sad and lonely and vulnerable and all of those things, that is not naturally a place where any of us want to be. But what I'm really, um, I guess on a crusade about was for us all to be more open and in us all being more open, I think it kind of lifts this fog or this kind of like blanket um, of suppression. Um, So allowing ourselves to be more open first of all but knowing that this too shall pass so if you are in the moment of you know the throes of anxiety or uh you know heartbreak or um grief or sadness or whatever it will might be that will pass that will not last forever for me emotions are like the clouds right now i'm sitting here perfectly content blue sky not very many clouds but you know in any moment the weather could change a storm could roll in lightning thunder rain a big gray cloud could come over me but that's not going to be there forever we know that that will pass and the emotions are exactly like this as well so next time you are experiencing a moment of discomfort with the emotions and you are feeling like I can't carry on what is this when's it going to stop remind yourself this too shall pass allow it to express itself allow the rain to pour the thunder to rumble the lightning to strike let whatever it is within you let it out process it let it bubble up and then soon the blue skies will return the thing to comment here as well is that equally the happy moments the happy moments will pass too uh you know you could wake up tomorrow and for whatever reason you feel anxiety tomorrow or you feel sad tomorrow and that's okay this is part and parcel of life it is never blue skies every single day well I don't know where you live if that's the case but I'm jealous but that's not the case certainly not in Manchester The, the, the weather will change the emotional forecast will change as well we have to allow it allow it to come up allow it to process but know that it will pass and in that you know staying in the moment and staying in the present moment is so vital um because 
you know, be in that moment, be in that moment of joy and happiness, be in that moment of sadness, if that's what it is, and it will pass. So second one, this too shall pass. The third one um, is, I guess, you know, still in keeping with the others, but it's this theme of abundance that has just taken hold of my life since um, lockdown started. I was invited to do, I think it was a 21 day um, Deepak Chopra uh, meditation and it was all based around abundance. And it's such a beautiful way of living in my opinion. It is so optimistic, it is so positive, it is so generous. Um, But the idea is essentially in that optimism and that positivity and that generosity that you're giving out, you will eventually notice that that comes back in. And it was actually when I was speaking to one of my cousins the other day that he said, like, it's exactly like what our grandpa, we called Papa, used to say. And he said that if you smile at the world, the world will smile back. And this is exactly what Deepak Chopra um, is saying. And it's basically that what you put out to the world, you will give back. If you're a shit person, you will have people giving you shit back. If you are unfriendly, the chances are people will turn around and be unfriendly towards you. If you are negative, you will see more negative in the world. But if we flip that on its head, if we smile at someone in the street, more often than not, they will smile back. And if they don't smile back straight away, more often than not, it's probably just because someone has not smiled at them in the street for a long time. If we can support our friends who are local businesses, even in times of uncertainty, the chances are that will then happen to you and, you know, someone will come around and support you. I'm a local business, hence the example. You know, if you support a friend who's going through a tough time, when you're going through a tough time, you will feel the support. And so, yes, we are all individuals. Yes, we are all our own people, but we are not an island. We are so connected. And it's this law of attraction um, that what you start to put out, you will pull back in one way or the other. And that works for whatever it is that you're putting out. And one of the things that um, they spoke about when I did my mandala training, which was kind of co-hosted by a couple of shamans. Uh, If you've never done mandala yoga, really recommend it. It's powerful, powerful stuff. But they said about kind of speaking... um, with truth essentially um speaking impeccably which is that your words but also your thoughts and your mind chatter and your actions all need to essentially reflect what you want in life if you want to have energy but you keep going to bed late well your intention is kind of not there if you want a certain job but you're doing nothing to kind of pull that in you're not speaking about it you're not thinking about it or you're telling yourself you're not you know you can't do it So it's all of these things of essentially putting out to the world what you want to pull back in and doing that hopefully in a positive way. And as you do that, you'll probably find that you make changes in other people's lives. But most of all, you will make changes in your own life, mostly because you'll see that in your own life, I expect, much more than other people. But I can't even tell you, you know, me and my friend, my good friend George Sinclair, and we just keep saying to each other, abundance, you know, whenever we're unsure, whenever we're uncertain, whenever we, you know, buy each other, one another a coffee or, you know, whatever it might be, it's this thing of abundance that you can support someone else when they need it. And the chances are they will support you, you know, swings and roundabouts, what goes around comes around, karma, however you look at it, 
it is true there is a law of attraction and I invite you to do one thing today you know just live in this abundant way and if you can get a hold of that 21 day Deepak Chopra meditation do it because it's fantastic um but yeah powerful powerful abundance smile at the world and the world will smile back and fourth and finally I think finally because who knows when I'm gonna get kind of seized by the desire to tell you all something is set an intention so set an intention in every single you know move that you make every step that you take I'm not going to start singing but in every action that you take in life there needs to be an intention what is your intention behind going to yoga what is your intention behind starting a new course what is your intention behind starting that job you know what is your intention in sending that text message or you know whatever it is in any kind of conversation we can think about our intention and it doesn't always need to be super deep but this kind of really harks back to the the point I was saying before which is that when we have intention when we know the sort of life we want to live when we know where we want to live where we know the sort of people we want to spend our time with all the energy we want in our life then when you come into contact with people or places or habits or routines or jobs or whatever it might be, you can really think about, is this, you know, is this speaking impeccably to my intention, to the way I want to live? So to me, I don't really mind what practice that is. I'm not saying everyone's going to want to do yoga, but whether you're doing yoga or swimming or walking or running or karate or jujitsu or whatever it might be, having your intention behind is so important. And hopefully that intention is one of ultimately wanting to look after yourself, let's say physically in the physical practice, wanting to look after yourself. And in wanting to look after yourself, that means you're going to get more energy. You're going to feel happier. You're going to feel healthier. You're going to sleep better. Therefore, your relationships will be better. Therefore, what you put out to the world can be better because you feel better. And then, long story short, what you're getting back in from the world is better because you're living this abundant life where, you know, you're smiling at the world and the world is smiling back. So take some time. And I know it's not easy for a lot of people to be like, well, I have no idea what I want to be doing with my life. And I'm not saying you need to have it all marked down. You know, for me, I know the sort of place that I want to live. I know the sort of people that I want in my life. And I don't know exactly how that's going to work. I don't know exactly when someone might leave my life for whatever reason. I don't know exactly when someone's going to enter my life. I don't know exactly where I'm going to live or what work I'm going to do or exactly what it's going to look like, but that doesn't matter. What matters is I know how I want to feel. I know that I want to have energy so I can give that to my friends. I know that I want to do have energy so whatever my job is or wherever I am living, I can put that energy into other people and know that I will get energy back. And so you don't have to have the specifics, but you can really ask yourself, how do I want to feel day to day? And maybe you just start there. And then maybe you know that actually, well, the times I'm happiest is the times when I'm in nature. Or the times I'm happiest is the time where I'm doing yoga three times a week. Okay, well, what do you need to do to be able to do yoga three times a week? Or do you need to reconsider where you're living so that maybe you're living in um, nature or by the ocean or by the sea or whatever it might be? Take some time. Be selfish with your time. Um, It's important because, yeah, who knows? Who knows where you're going to end up and who knows where life is going to be. So work out who you are, work out what matters to you um, 
and take it from there and assess it and reassess it and reassess it again and find a practice maybe where you can be mindful and you can have space to process that but the the space is out there to be taken and the positivity and the energy and the support is out there to be taken but maybe today take some steps to firstly express your emotion secondly maybe take a step that scares you and see in that space what what treasure might be on the other side thirdly um smile at the world and it will smile back in one way or the other and fourthly think about your intention think about how you want to live how you want to feel who you want to be around and in every moment set that intention and, and set it again and set it again and set it again this is something that I'm going to talk about a lot intention I, I never let it go I, I you know I think about it you know in every email I'm like why am I sending this what am I trying to get out of this in every conversation why am I doing this and sometimes it's like I just want to have a laugh and that's okay and sometimes it's like you know what I really need some more money blah 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 whatever it might be anyway I'm gonna stop there thank you everybody for your support for your love and I think um you know that is definitely something I felt in this lockdown period so whilst it's been isolation there's been a huge amount of connection as well so we're all in this together this too shall pass if you're having a bad day stay with it breathe through it and um yeah i look forward to inviting all of my guests on this series it's mainly going to be about women this series so men don't necessarily leave because it's important but um the first one is actually not a ma- uh, not a woman it's one of my best friends um sammy who you many of you will know um but i love him very dearly and because of so many things going on um I, you know, was always going to have him on the podcast, but decided to bring it up and put him um, centre stage. Um, so he's going to be on next week. So please tune in for that. We will be sharing it. Um, but for now, lots of love um, from my beating heart to yours. Um, yeah, look forward to tuning in with you all very, very soon.